Welcome to the Bible Department Podcast, your place for discovering the wisdom within the pages of the Bible. Each episode dives into the three essential questions, and after some time, we're returning to the heart of our mission, exploring the core of the Bible's teaching. Join us in this enriching journey of faith and self-discovery. It's time to check in with the Bible Department. Let's go. Nailed it barely but that's okay hey i'm matt with so Cincy. welcome to the tuesday night show which uh we're gonna switch things up i keep switching things up i know i'm trying look i'm trying to be consistent i'm trying to do a whole lot of stuff uh fridays just not it's just not it's just not a thing it, 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 it can't it can't be i've i've tried by the time friday rolls around i'm exhausted so going forward the full show will be just Tuesday. We'll be doing everything in it. And at the end of the show, we'll give you next week's episode. It's more manageable. I think it's more manageable for me. I'd love to be uh, streaming more and things like that. But just with uh, this January season and things like that, just for the foreseeable future, uh, I think it'll be better to be doing um, one show a week because I'm getting more into the writing and recording and editing videos and stuff like that, which will be up Wednesdays. Um, so it'll just be manageable live stream Tuesday video on Wednesday, which I'm going back and forth, but I think tomorrow's video is going to be about the web Bible. So be on the lookout for that. That will pop up tomorrow. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it um i have a different mic setup right now so if you hear like background noise and things like that um that's why that's what's going on so uh and and for some reason this this setup picks up the heater of our house which is like right behind me so that's why it seems a little bit more on the louder like you hear that background noise but if you're in into that ASMR thing and you like that background noise, then, hey, we can turn up the heat. Not really, because our Duke Energy bill is outrageous. So let's go ahead and jump into it. We're going to be in Genesis 7. Like I do, we'll read it. We'll answer three questions. I'll answer three questions. And then we will um, chat about it. Okay, cool. And this is Genesis 7. If you did not hear last week's episode, last Tuesday, I apologize. again, I apologize. I wanted to be live um, Thursday night, but time just was not on my side. So, all right, it reads, When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family. For among all the people of the earth, I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal, I have approved for eating and for sacrifice and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I've wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. 
With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. And after seven days, the water of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of each kind entered just as God had commanded Noah. And then the Lord closed the door behind them. For 40 days, the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on the dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. And the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. And that is the end of Genesis 7, as we've read 1 through 24. Now, <clears throat> our first question that we that we ask is, what does it say about God, Jesus, about his plan? So um, when I see the when I see this passage as I'm reading it, me and Kristen talked about this in the last, and I think the last episode would have talked about Genesis six because God was laying, was laying out the the plan, and um, what we had what we had both said was that was that when God gives His plan, because I think we were talking about the the boat itself and how it was built, when God laid out His plans for His people, and and what we see here was that. Uh, he was very specific in it. Um, you know, when you, when you hear, like when I hear the, the, the Noah story, the Noah and the Ark story, especially when it's taught to like kids and stuff, like it was, it was always just presented as the animals came in two by like two by two, just things like that. But, um, and what it says here when you're when you're reading it, it's saying, verse two, take with you seven pairs, males and female of each animal. I have approved for eating and for sacrifice. Take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. And so when you read it as like as a child, I think as as when you're reading it as like a two by two. Um, you don't, you don't, it's just like there were two doves or there were two squirrels or there were two rabbits and that was it. But what this lays out is that there were animals Oh, I even, I didn't pull it back up. I'm sorry. Um, but there were animals used for 
eating and for sacrifice. Like, <laughs> I I think what happens is like in a child representation of the story, like you don't think that they needed animals for eating and and you definitely at least I don't, um, or at least I was never taught that that the there were animals for sacrifice that that I, I don't know if the sacrifice was was God's law um if there, if there were still things that God per, like required in his well no I don't well, the the, the law have been given at this point that's it's another time but anyways um so he wanted so God wanted sacrifice but anyways but when I'm thinking of it as a child, I'm thinking, oh yeah, like they got McDonald's, they got Chick-fil-A on the boat as well. Um, I don't think that there's, it's just, you know, there's two birds, you know, boom, they, they go, they get off the boat eventually and then they repopulate. And so to, to read that in the plan, it's like God's, God is bringing all animals. Like he's, he's bringing all the animals to, repopulate the earth he's bringing all the animals for food and he's bringing all the animals um for sacrifice both the both as it says here the the clean ones and the unclean ones if i was going in to study more i would be curious about um what they meant more about the the clean and the unclean so and then and then in verse five you just see um noah's responses which is getting into the second question but um noah just did everything as as God commanded him to do so. And so God lays it out. He, he puts out the flood, takes everything, um, all the animals, you know, all the, the mammals on the, on the earth and and things like that, the birds. And it talks about how the water, um, covered everything. And, um, you, you hear that it, especially for me, when you hear the Noah story, you hear that it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, but, what it continues to say is that God had made the water stay uh, for 150 days. Yeah, verse 24, and the flood waters covered the earth for 150 days. You just think Noah and the, and the um, Noah and the animals were in the boat for 40 days and 40 nights, but no, the the water sat for another 150 days after it rained for the 40 days and 40 nights. So. Um, I know in my childhood, I think, I think those, those little tiny things get, get lost in, in the, in the kids version of the story. But when you actually go back and read it, it's the same with, and I'm going to get into another passage, but, um, it's the same with David and Goliath. Like you think David, he has a slingshot, throws it, kills Goliath. No, it just knocks him down. David actually goes and gets his sword and cuts off Goliath's head. It's like that sort of thing, right? Like, (laughs) Like why, like, we're like, we're not going to tell that story to kids. Why? I don't know. But, um, yeah, we kind of like make it not as bad, but yeah, I I mean, when you, it's, that's why it's so important to, I think, read through the Bible. Like you can get like, yeah, sure. I'd get a kid's Bible, but if you have kids and you're, you know, you're, you're teaching them, you know, just read from a, read from a regular Bible, especially a story like Noah and uh, Noah's Ark and, and things like that because it's such a uh, I, this is going to sound bad saying it but it's a it's a classic story I think a lot of people know the story like David and Goliath is a classic story Noah Noah's Ark is a classic story um, what's another one that's 
that's classic. Daniel in the Lions Den is is a is a is a Bible class. And when I say classic, I mean like like if you've been to us like Sunday school as a child, you've probably heard one of those stories. So that's just my that's my thoughts on that one. But um, when we look at the when we look at the next question, what does this say about um, humans? What do, what do we learn about, or what do, what does this reveal about? Um, humans and their um, and their and their uh, intent or what does this reveal about the about humans but when I when I read this it was it was God speaking it was God saying I'm gonna do these things I'm gonna I'm gonna wipe out the earth you're, you know, in the last chapter we talk, we talked about the, the building the boat. But I'm gonna wipe out the earth. You're gonna do. You're. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna build me this boat. I'm gonna bring you all the animals. You're gonna go in. You're gonna do these things, and then it just says Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. And then the other thing it says is, like, verse thirteen. I'm gonna highlight it. The other thing this reveals is it started to rain. Underground waters erupted from the earth, verse 11. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. And that very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons and their wives. And so for Noah, if we understand Noah and who he is and, and things like that, what you learned about in the last chapter, in chapter 6, was that Noah was, I believe, I think it was chapter six, might have been chapter five, but Noah was a righteous guy. Like he, he lived, he lived and breathed and acted as if uh, God was to be respected. Um, he feared God. He understood God. To be to be righteous is in God's sight, according to. Old Testament stuff um, to be to be righteous was to to believe that that God was serious um, and I'm getting into my rules of going out of past out out to other passages but um, when you're when it comes to understanding like I guess the righteousness like like Abraham was righteous because he he just believed in in God it was it was the faith of, of Abraham that um made him believe what God would, what God would say, you know, what God was saying. And so you, you just see this and that there's, um, a person who is, who is righteous, you know, will, will take God at his word and, and, and do as he says. And so, um, you know, when, when we, we, I don't know, we, I think we, I'm I'm curious as to why we might not, and you can leave a comment. Um, why we'll be righteous to other people, people that we are bothered by, don't like, but yet we're so. I don't know. If, when I want to say we. I don't mean like we, but 
I'm speaking just for my own self. How come we're so hesitant to uh, believe, like, like trust in God and just do what he says? Like, I get it. Like, it's a spiritual thing. Like, I get that. But you don't get that same hesit. I don't. I don't know what the word is. You don't. You don't get that same response when it's a boss you don't like. Like your boss can say, "Go and do this thing for for the Lord boss has commanded," and and you'll go. Like you'll go do it, right? Like why is that? Why is the that sort of thing not? given to to God when it comes to things he said. Like, I hope that makes sense. Like like cuz cuz I just there's times where I I just ref, will will refuse to obey God. That's a <laughs> You're probably like, "Why am I listening to this guy?" Um but like if I'm like if I'm honest, like if I'm I'm just being like like trans, like transparent, honest here. Like, like there are there are times where where God has committed has told me to do something. Not told me as in like He spoke to me as I'm sitting here on my couch. Like I read something in His Word. I read something in the Bible, and I flat out thought to myself, mm, "Nah, I don't like that." But yet I could have a boss and I'm not saying my boss now because my boss is probably watching this, but I have had bosses before that I, that I did not care for and did not like yet still did what they asked me, even if it wasn't grumbling. Like why, why is that not the, why is that not this, this, the same? That, that's what I'm asking. I know that sounds confusing, but I don't know. Leave, leave me your thoughts in the comments. Why is you know take take the take the spiritual side out of it? Oh, we're we're part of our it's part of our flesh, and and the, take take that out of it. Just from a logical standpoint. Oh my gosh! I don't know if if you heard that. We got Lily a, a rubber chicken for her birthday. She found it and she just made it scream. So sorry about that. If you if that picked up, but I heard it loud and clear in my headphones. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my. That's just my. It's a question. It's a question. I mean, I think it's, and I think it's an an okay question because, where else are you gonna ask questions about? You know, things like in a in a Bible study space. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Anyways, let's go to the next one. Question number three. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have... Hold on one second, I got to mute myself. Sorry about that. <laughs> Alright, what am I doing well? If this is true, if the Bible is true, what am I doing well? What do I need to change? It's always easier for the what do I need to change. And, I, and the what do I need to change just goes right back into what I was, what I was just saying. Was that... Um, Help me, God, be at a place where I can look at your word. I can look at what you say. I can find the eternal truths in it. And I can just easily do what it says. If it says, 
love my enemy. We just had the, not we, but uh, the Iowa caucus just happened this past weekend. It's 2024. It's going to be a tumultuous election season. All that I can, I already saw people on Twitter um, slash X, you know, talking about it and how it's the death of democracy and all these things. And there's a potential dictator and stuff. And it's just like, oh, it's like, if I view these people as, as my enemy, I'm dumb. I'm just hypothetically speaking here. Right, like, like, how do I love them better? How do I pray for them? How do I wish blessings upon them according to what the Bible might say? And I'm going that based off of, not other scripture, but I'm going that based off of um, verse five. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. That's what I'm. That's what I'm basing it off of. We'll highlight it so you all can see it. How can I better myself so so that, like Noah, I do everything that the Lord commanded? If I'm to love, if you look at another scripture, if, you, if I'm going to love my wife well, I'm going to love Kristen, who joins me occasionally. If I'm going to love her well, I want to have the supernatural strength to be able to do that as the Lord commanded me. If I want to be patient with my with my children i want to do that as lord commands me if i'm going to um supernaturally serve someone right um i want to do it as as the lord commands me that's that's kind of what i'm looking at um i don't know i as i studied this this week i didn't really get a sense of that there was something um that is true about my life compared to this passage. But what I could build upon was was that point, was that looking at verse 5 where it says, Noah did everything the Lord commanded him. Um, I'm, I'm reading in the text. But it's it's okay. I think it's okay for this point. I want to be at a point where it says, so so Matt did everything as the Lord commanded him. And that's that's kind of what, what I want my... Um, life to be right if there's if there's something that god commands me to do i did it as as he commanded me that's my that's my hope and it's it's a challenge and i i think for anyone it's a it's a challenge to do it's it's a struggle it's a it's a battle because it because it is spiritual um i nope i did not do a video about it i was talking to someone about it um they they asked about you know i just don't have it in me um, to read the Bible. And, and I said, I said to them, well, um, Bible reading is a discipline, but it's, but it's also a, a spiritual discipline. And, and the reason that, um, it's a spiritual discipline is because there's a spiritual element to it that, that Satan does not want you to read God's word. So you can read Harry Potter all day. You can read I don't I don't know many books. Uh The Hunger Games. I don't know. I don't know many 
fictional books like that. You can read self-help books all day. Like I got a bunch of books here. I got Atomic Habits. I got Urban Apologetics. I got um, a bunch of stuff here. Um, it's easy to read like books to, to like make you quote unquote a better person according to yourself. But when it comes to reading the Bible, it's more than just reading reading a book. It's it's a spiritual act. Um, and so I said, so I told them, I'm like, when you go and read the Bible, um, pray before you do, because that's going to give you, you're bringing a, a supernatural, um, spiritual, um, setting into your normal, normal, regular, natural life. And so that's why Bible reading is, is such a challenge because it is something that is spiritual and has the power to transform all those things but yeah so i just want to turn it off there i'm matt with so cincy thanks for watching tonight's episode uh if you if you liked it leave a like if you have a question or a comment leave a comment below and uh we'll see you around we'll see you next week love you guys have a great week oh oh actually no jk 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 we're gonna be in genesis 8 next week uh the flood recedes Genesis 8 chapter verses 1 through 14. So if you got the if you got the verse all the way here at the end, leave a comment that says I got it. And that'll tell me that you're a trooper and you watched the entire thing. Love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you.